Now, with the latest from the world of technology, this is the Tech Guide Podcast with Stephen Fennick. Let's jump straight in. Tech Guide. This was a real effort to push into that growing consumer space, very competitive space in Australia. It does give the user plenty of options, whether you're working or viewing content on the device. Keeping you updated and educated. This is the Tech Guide Podcast. Knowing Apple, you just don't know what to expect. They've gone from taking an excellent device and they've made it even better. It's had a redesign inside and out. Now, from the studios of techguide.com.au, Stephen Fennick. Hello and welcome to Tech Guide, episode 152, the podcast that keeps you updated and educated about the latest consumer technology. Thanks for listening and thanks for downloading once again. And if you're listening for the first time, we're glad you're on board. My name is Stephen Fennick. I'm the editor of techguide.com.au. On this week's show, Spotify prepares for battle ahead of the Apple Music release. eBay releases its Economics of Electronics report. And Woolworths gets into the prepaid mobile plan game. In the Tech Guide reviews, we're going to take a look at four products this week. Life-proof, free power case, the Plantronics Backbeat Fit headphones, the Dyson V6 Absolute Cordless Vacuum, and the Sony 4K Action Cam. And we'll wrap things up with the Tech Guide help desk. And it's all brought to you by Netgear, Australia's number one brand of home Wi-Fi products. Lots to get through, so let's get cracking. Well, it was only a week ago when we heard news of the Apple Music announcement. Uh, So Apple were entering the streaming music business. That was one of the biggest stories to come out of the Worldwide Developers Conference last week. And thoughts immediately then turned to Spotify and how the market would react to having a, a giant company like Apple entering this space. Now, Apple, of course, have had iTunes for nearly a decade, I think more than 10 years now, and they've sold music uh, and other forms of uh, other content uh, in a download-to-own scenario. So that, that has been their model up until now, but they did announce last week that Apple Music would be a streaming music service. Now, you've got to remember Apple purchased Beats uh, in 2014, and Beats Music was one of those services that they acquired with that uh, with that sale. Now, they did announce that from June 30, the streaming music service would begin, and they will be offering people three months free trial, which is uh, a lot longer than other the uh, rival streaming services like Spotify and Audio and others are offering for customers. But Spotify uh, and many people were were kind of writing were writing their death notice uh, uh, prematurely, I have to say, that the arrival of Apple Music would have quite a dent in the company's fortunes. Well, in fact, it's been the opposite. Uh, timing of the, their latest announcement came just one day after the Apple Music announcement, and Spotify uh, released some news about they their fortunes in the in the last twelve months. And I have to say, they are quite impressive. Part of that news is the fact that they're growing their customer base, their paying customer base, has grown from ten million to 20 million in just 12 months. And the number of active users has grown from 40 million to 75 million in that same 12-month period. So anyone who's thinking that Spotify 
are cowering in a corner thinking that the Apple bulldozer is going to run them over. That couldn't be further from the truth. It, it just shows, this shows that Spotify has plenty of loyal customers who are not going to back out of this great service. Now, a little background about Apple's music business, the Apple Music Streaming service is just one part of the equation, and uh, we we have also to remember that there'll also be another service called Apple Music Connect, and that Apple Music Connect is going to be a a way for fans to engage with their favorite artists. They did try. If you cast your mind back to two thousand and ten, Apple launched a social media network, a social network called Ping. Now, this was uh, part of iTunes at the time, and it was meant to be a social network for musicians and fans and everyone to get together in the one place. Now, that didn't go very well, and in fact, the service was closed down less than two years later. And when I heard Apple Connect Apple Music Connect, I had a sense of deja vu there because Ping really was a disaster. And Apple Music Connect, while the idea is great, you can get behind-the-scenes videos, behind-the-scenes photos, lyrics, and things like that. It's nothing different to what artists are currently sharing on other forms of social media like Facebook, like Twitter, like Instagram, and all around the place. So whether that's going to have a massive impact and draw more people into the service, we don't know. The other part of Apple Music is the Beats One radio station, a 24-7 station uh, that's aimed at more the hip-hop younger crowd. So not sure how that's going to be received either. But June 30 is the day Apple Music is going to kick off. Three months free trial. So I'm sure a, few, a lot of people are going to jump in there and, uh, and give it a try. But Spotify, uh, to quote Mark Twain, reports of my death have been greatly exaggerated. I think that's a great way to uh, to express, I think, how Spotify must be feeling now. I think they're, they're ready to go, ready to take on Apple, and especially on the strength of those numbers, which are quite impressive. That year-on-year growth is incredible. I think that they're in a pretty strong position, and they're going to stay there. If you want to read my blog about this whole Apple Music v. Spotify and also the story about Spotify's stats, you can do that at techguide.com.au. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fenning. Tech Guide. Keeping you updated and educated. Well, eBay has released a really interesting report. They, they, they did a huge study of their stats and uh, they, they put together this interesting report called a trend report called the economics of electronics and the fact that tech sales form a major part of eBay Australia. And I'd assume that a similar trend would follow around the world. Now, these trends were uh, handed off to Telsite, uh, an analyst firm, for further study. But some interesting things came out of it. One one thing that startled me was the fact that 50% of people who visited eBay made a purchase in the technology category which was remarkable. The number of people on eBay, and there are so many other categories, to, let's face it, tech, tech and electronics isn't the only one, but more than 50% of people who visited the site 
purchase something to do with tech, which is extraordinary and hence the reason why eBay has released this report. Now, the report goes through several things, including the top search terms that were uh, in 2014. The top search terms were iPhone 5, iPhone 4S, iPhone 5S, Apple iPad, Apple laptop. So Apple products are obviously hot property on eBay. They tend to hold their value a little bit more than other other devices, hence the reason why they uh, they are sold, bought and sold on eBay. Uh, another thing that the, the report went through, and you can read this the full report and also uh, the see the infographics on Tech Guide. But uh, on eBay, the uh, PCs and Apple desktops fell one point nine percent and 6.9% respectively. So uh, Apple desktops fell uh, uh, fell away, but laptop sales increased by 7% in that past 12 months as well. Uh, a lot of things too, a big trend in uh, on eBay is retro cool. Like a lot of, a lot of retro products are popular again. I think you, you look at things like Polaroid cameras, the original iPod. If you've got an original iPod, it's worth some money. Check it out on eBay. There's people paying top dollar. In fact, probably more than what it was originally sold for back, however, 14, nearly 14 years ago. So if you have that original iPod or a Polaroid camera or an old turntable, all these old products, the retro value is sky high. The other thing, too, that we've noticed, uh, the report did reveal wearables are going to be a massive boom product in 2015. eBay sales of the smart activity bands, you know, the fitness bands, trackers, and all those sorts of things, rose by 50,000%. Yes, 50,000% increase. So uh, it did predict the boom in the market. That, that increase actually occurred before the, uh, the, the the rush in the physical, the retail stores occurred. So uh, eBay shoppers are quite savvy and they can predict what's going to be big. Uh, another thing too, to the uh, the report also revealed that TVs are also uh, in hot demand, especially 4K TVs. The uh, demand for 4K Ultra HD TVs has grown by 1,106% just in the first quarter of 2015. Some other stats to look at here, 350,000 households already own 20 or more internet-connected devices. Can you believe that? On average, we've got all these connected devices in the home. eBay's also released the Apple Watch app as well. So it's going to give customers a way to check on listings, to see if they're, when, say, an auction that they happen to be they happen to be following is about to end. Those sorts of things are going to come through Apple Watch. Of course, most of the sales, would you believe, come through eBay Mobile. So if you're on your smartphone, a lot of, a lot of products are bought and sold through their smartphone app Uh, and i'm talking purchases massive purchases like people buying cars on ebay on their phone bidding on houses things like that it's uh we aren't scared to use the smartphone as our shopping device but that ebay report really interesting reading you can check it out at techguide.com.au there's a full report as well as two really interesting infographics 
All right. Well, Woolworths, we know them traditionally as the fresh food people. Well, they've entered a new market, and that is the mobile phone market. So I suppose they're the fresh mobile people as well. They have released two prepaid plans for customers. There is a $30 plan and a $45 plan. And if you happen to be an everyday rewards customer, so if you've got the little card that you get a little discount or you build up points at the uh, at the checkout, you can get a 10% discount on those plans. So that brings them down to $27 and $40.50 respectively. So another 10% off. What do you get for your money? $30 plan, you get the one and a half gig of data. Plus, if you recharge before July 30, you get an extra gig. So it's two and a half gig plus $650 worth of call value. Moving up to the 40 plan, you get 3.5 gig per month and $1,500 worth of call value. Now, the Woolworths prepaid plans are running on the Telstra 3G network, which is reliable, pretty fast. It's not 4G, but still not bad nonetheless. Actually, very good. It's not. It's better than not bad. It's pretty. It's actually excellent. The Telstra 3G network. Now, one other bonus if you sign up to Woolworths Connect, as it has been called, is that you can call other Woolworths Connect customers for free. So if you're looking to upgrade, maybe uh, you and your partner, you and your family, uh, you all sign up to Woolies prepay their Connect plans, then you can all call each other for free which gives, uh, gives plenty of value, kind of makes the calls unlimited, if you like, if you're obviously calling people that are also on the Woolworth network. You want to check it out. Uh, those plans are available from this week. Uh, they kicked off on June 15, which is today. We're recording on the 15th. So Woolworths Connect plans, if you're looking for a bargain there, and you do get that extra 10% if you're an Everyday Rewards customer, don't forget that. You can uh, you can check out all the details of those, those plans at techguide.com.au. Tech Guide. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Finnick. The Tech Guide podcast is proudly sponsored by Netgear, Australia's number one Wi-Fi brand. And Netgear is the company behind Arlo, the only 100% wire-free HD smart home security camera. There's no need for a power outlet near this camera, which means there are no ugly cords, and that also gives you the freedom to place the camera wherever you like within your wireless network. Arlo security cameras have built-in night vision, so you can see what's happening at any time. And they can also be placed inside or out because the Arlo cameras are weatherproof as well. Users can enjoy amazingly sharp 720p live video and receive notification if anything moves thanks to the onboard motion detection alerts. So whether you want to check in to make sure the kids are home safe, that the baby's still sleeping, the courier has dropped off your package, or your holiday home or small business is secure, Arlo can give you peace of mind and all from the palm of your hand. With the free Arlo app, a click or two is all you'll ever need to check in and a click or two is all you ever need to to set it up. Check out the 100% wire-free smart home cameras from Netgear at arlo.com forward slash au. Tech Guide. Now, a Tech Guide review with Stephen Fennett. 
Okay, let's kick things off. We've got four reviews on this week's show. So many products I got through, so I didn't want to uh, include them all in the Tech Guide podcast. First of all, let's chat about the LifeProof Fray Power Case. Now, LifeProof is a company that we all know uh, is known for producing cases that can make your smartphone waterproof, dustproof, shockproof, and snowproof. So if you're going to the snow this winter, you'll know that if it's inside your LifeProof case, it's pretty safe and sound. Well, the latest LifeProof case called Frey Power, it's called Power for a reason, there's a built-in battery. So not only are you getting protection no matter where you take your device, if you're out in the middle of nowhere and you're, adventure, you're on an adventure out in the middle of, of the jungle, well, no need to panic about your phone getting damaged. Of course, it's in a life-proof case. But also no need to panic if you run out of power because the built-in battery can actually recharge your iPhone 6. It is only available for iPhone 6 at the moment. Uh, the battery, the 2600 milliamp hour battery, has enough juice to recharge the iPhone 6 twice. So it'll run out, charge it again, run out again, you can charge it again with the built-in battery. Now, of course, there's a front plastic cover, so a special seal across the touchscreen, but it doesn't reduce the sensitivity that allows you then, you can still use the touchscreen, you can even still use the fingerprint reader to unlock the device. Uh, so that's got it's got full protection when it's sealed, uh, the top half, the bottom half, uh, there is a tight rubber seal, and that makes it waterproof. It's also shockproof, so it can handle a drop from up to two meters. Uh, and it's also, uh, you can it can go down to a depth of two meters as well and spend up to an hour underwater at uh, the depth of two meters. Uh, it's also uh, protected against dust and dirt. And as I said, if you go under the snow, it'll work just as it's designed to, even though it could be below zero. What I like about the case is the fact that even with the battery on board, it's not too thick. It actually is surprisingly thin considering you're getting a waterproof case and a built-in battery. The back panel has a... Uh, a small button and four indicator lights. So that acts, uh, that does a couple of things. One, it lets you check the level of battery that's left, so the, the charge level. The other thing it does is if you press it and hold it, that will initiate the charge. So you, you because it's resting, the iPhone 6 is resting in the case, it's only going to be charged when you press that button to activate the charging. It's also got an auto stop feature uh, so that it knows when it's fully charged and stop automatically. So you're not going to overcharge your battery and waste that precious battery power. Uh, the device has, when it's all sealed up, it also has a micro USB port on the bottom so you can actually charge the case and also that charge can pass through to the phone. So if you could charge the phone first, then it'll charge the case second. So uh, pretty handy. Uh, it, it really gives people peace of mind. It really liberates that user who wants to get away from it all, not want to compromise what they're doing to protect their device, but also not going to be not being left short when there's no battery power left. You can recharge it right from the Life Power Fray case. Price is $179.95, available now, and you can read our full review at techguide.com.au. Keeping you updated and educated. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Finney. Tech Guide. Well, I don't know about you, but I know that with uh, whenever I exercise, whether I'm running or in the gym, 
I don't think I can do it anymore without listening to music or listening to the radio, having something to listen to. Uh, when I run, I like to listen to music. I sometimes listen to the radio. But the fact is I need music or some sound happening for me to exercise properly. Well, the good news is that Plantronics has just come up with uh, such a pair of headphones. They're called the Backbeat Fit, and they are designed to be used for exercising. Now, it's obviously designed to handle, uh, so it's waterproof, sweatproof, so you can sweat the house down, and these aren't going to be compromised. They're made of special materials that have got a nano coating, so it does make it uh, liquid repellent type of property that it, it does have from that coating. It is a wireless pair of headphones, the Backbeat Fit. There's just one cable that connects each earpiece, and each earpiece also has an over-the-loop uh, of construction there, so you can that uh, they're held very securely in place. So they go over your ears, and then the ear tip is, is positioned. There's a, there's a bit of flexibility in that ear loop, so it, it does fit several. Uh, one size fits all, uh, and still made of that sweat-proof material that allows for not only a comfortable fit but a secure fit so if you're running or doing aerobics or cycling whatever you happen to be doing no matter how physical you you're getting in your exercise the plantronics backbeat fit headphones aren't going anywhere they're going to stay right in place uh, on the audio side uh, I, I was impressed with the sound the uh, pretty pretty clear nice clarity bass was good not great but still respectable one thing uh, that I didn't like was the maximum volume actually w- was was lower than I expected I, I thought you could get a little bit more volume uh, from uh, from the output there uh, the the band themselves that goes around the back of your head has also a reflective coating so that you're seen uh, if you're out in the road running or in traffic whatever you can be seen uh, speaking of which uh, knowing what's going around on around you is very important so the 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 backbeat fit earpieces the ear tips don't actually create a seal or a noise cancelling seal you still want to be able to hear what's going around you there are also buttons on the, on the outside of the earpieces to play and pause and there's also a way to answer your phone as well there's a built-in microphone so you can make and receive calls as well as listening to your music as well battery life runs up to about 10 hours uh, sorry eight hours on a full charge so uh, that's plenty of time to uh, to get some training done should last you a few training sessions. What comes with the uh, Backbeat Fit headphones is an armband for your smartphone. Now, at first, I'm thinking, that's not an armband. I looked at this case and realized that uh, once you turn it inside out, it becomes uh, an armband for your smartphone. And then when you're done, you turn it back inside out again, and that becomes a case then to store the Backbeat Fit headphones. Very clever. If you want to check out my full review, you can do that, the Backbeat Fit Backbeat Fit headphones are $159.95 and a full review is at techguide.com.au. Now, it's not very often that we get a chance to talk about vacuum cleaners on the Tech Guide podcast, but I'm going to make an exception here for the Dyson V6 Absolute. Now, this is has plenty of technology packed into it, lots of innovation, brilliant design. So I think it qualifies to talk about that innovation right here. Dyson has made a name for themselves producing vacuum cleaners that are very high quality, that do the job, 
Uh, they're not the cheapest on the market, but they do. They are among the best. So uh, you do pay. You do get uh, what you pay for. In the case of the V6 Absolute, now this is a cordless vacuum cleaner. Now in the past, cordless vacuum cleaners, the cordless vacuum cleaners I've used, haven't been that strong. Now. You do need a really solid motor. You need a lot of power to create the type of suction you you want to uh, you want to get out of your vacuum cleaner to clean effectively. Whether it's on on flat surfaces, whether it's tiles or floorboards, whatever, or off carpet. Now I've got a couple of dogs here. I've got a couple of Dalmatians, and when we do let them inside the house, they only sit inside the in our lounge room area. There, they sleep outside. But when they're inside, they're sitting on the mat. Sometimes they pop up on the lounge, and lots of little white hairs are on the carpet and on the lounge. What I found with the V6 Absolute, it really had enough suction to truly clean the mat. All, of all the dog hairs really thoroughly. In fact, it cleans it just as well as the corded upright Dyson vacuum cleaner that we also own. So that, that, that is really an achievement for a cordless vacuum cleaner to create that sort of suction to, to, to produce that sort of power. Uh, the V6 Absolute comes with a couple of different heads. There's a head for flat surfaces like uh, floorboards, tiles, and there's also a motorized head for vacuum so that uh, if you're, it, it can clean even more thoroughly when you're using it on carpet. So uh, two types of heads. There's also a, a, a wand, so you can use it uh, at, when you're standing up. There's up a cover other couple of little attachments so if you it's really easy to use in your car i use it to vacuum my car because it was cordless and the charge lasted for up to 20 minutes on on the lowest mode we'll talk about the modes in a moment but you're able to give your car a good clean without having to worry about the powerpoint extension cord or trying to trying to get that to, out to the car so yeah, you, you clean the in the carpet in the car really well the seats uh, down the sides of the seats with the different attachments did a really good job uh, it weighs only two 2.2 kilo, so it's it's not much effort to, uh, to lug this thing around, uh, and the attachments are really high quality. They they attach precisely and securely, uh, just like you'd expect from a Dyson. Now, speaking of modes, now being a cordless vacuum cleaner means there's a rechargeable battery on board, and this isn't going to run forever. Uh, on the lowest mode, or the normal mode, you get about 20 minutes out of it. 15 minutes if you attach the motorized clean head. So if you're cleaning carpets with a motorized head, it's got to power not only the vacuum itself, but also the head. But if you want to go for the max mode, so if you want really powerful suction, uh, it's only going to last, it's going to last less than 10 minutes. We found, even though Dyson says it normally lasts about six minutes on max mode, it lasted for us about seven minutes, actually seven and a half minutes. And that still gave us time, though, to vacuum the mat where the dog sat, the lounge room, the lounge itself, but also all the tiled areas in our dining room, our kitchen, our hallway near the front door. So that six, seven minutes, that seven minutes gave us enough time to do all of that before the battery kicked out. We could have used it in the longer mode, but we wanted to do a really good job on the carpet to get rid of all those dog hairs. And once you're done, it does come with a charging station. So you can pop it back in there. You can mount it on the wall if you want to keep it secure there. It takes about three and a half hours, though, to, to recharge fully, which I thought was a little slow. Uh, the other the other downer for me was that uh, apart from 
taking a while to recharge uh, it, it, and that short boost mode, which you've got to expect. Look, if it's going to run at this really massive maximum uh, maximum mode, then it's not going to last for uh, much longer than the lowest mode. The other downer, I think, is the price. It's not cheap. It's $899. But for your money, you're getting probably easily the best cordless vacuum cleaner on the market. The sort of power it offers can even outdo other corded vacuum cleaners. It does so well. It's light, it's small, powerful, and cordless. Not usually the words that you use in the same sentence when you're describing a cordless vacuum cleaner anyway. V6 Absolute from Dyson. You want to check it out. I've written a full review. Price at $899. The Dyson V6 Absolute. Full review at techguide.com.au. Tech Guide. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Finnick. Pretty big change of gear right now, and uh, I'm talking about an action cam now. We've gone from a vacuum cleaner to an action cam, uh, and that's a that, that would you you'd have to agree is a pretty solid gear change there. The camera we're talking about though is the Sony 4K action cam. Now Sony is uh, knows a lot about making good cameras, and what they've done they've, they've got great digital SLRs, portable cameras, uh, great cameras on their smartphones, but they've brought all that knowledge, all that technology into their action cam. Now this isn't the first action cam Sony has released. This is the first 4K action cam Sony has released. It's not much bigger than the previous model. It still has that barrel shape, so the lens is in the front of the barrel, unlike the GoPro where kind of the lens is on the side uh, and and it's more a square shape. This is a longer, slender-shaped camera. There's pictures on Tech Guide for you to check it out. We did our testing of this. We actually went on a drive day with Sony. Sony took us out uh, in some luxury sports cars. There's some. Oh, we drove a Ferrari, a Lamborghini, uh, the Nissan GTR, the Audi R8. Uh, it was a fine day out, and the cameras were, were mounted on the front, on the back, and inside of those cars. And I've got a video you can check out of me driving those cars. You see me in the car. You see the outside of the car, so the, from the front, from the back. Uh, you also see the really nice shot of the Ferrari engine. So check that out. It's a video on my review on Tech Guide. But let's talk more about the camera. Now, as I said, it's got that barrel shape and it's got a small digital display on the side to let you scroll through the various modes and get through the menus pretty easily. One little frustration is if you hit one wrong button, you've got to sort of start again. So really be careful in uh, scrolling through the menus. Make sure your settings are all right before you start filming. Uh, it is a splash-proof body, but it does come with an included waterproof housing, so it can go anywhere. Uh, the housing is comes with the device. It's it's not that big. It actually is small enough to fit in the in the palm of your hand, even with the waterproof housing. Uh, so not too bad at all. The rear of it has a two-door resealable panel, so you get access to the battery. It takes a micro SD card as well. There's also micro USB and micro HDMI ports as well. So if you want to output some video, you can do that. There's uh, the, Ze- the Zeiss Pro quality lens, has an f2.8 aperture, and is the same, actually the same lens used in other Sony action cams. It's at 170 degrees. Very wide field of view to capture everything you're doing, whether you're skiing or swimming or riding or running or whatever you happen to be doing, or filming it from the front of the car like we did, or the back of the car. Uh, it does a great job. There's also a stereo microphone on board, and, and of course, it shoots 4K. 
Now, 4K quality is incredible. It's the, the video, and you'll see from uh, the video on Tech Guide that we shot, uh, it looks really sharp. Now, being an action camera, you want to have some kind of compensation where you are. The, it'll take the shakes out of your out of your footage, and they do have a steady a steady uh, feature here that takes those shakes out of your filming. But here's the thing, though, it only works. That steady shot only works on full HD. It doesn't work on 4K. 4K still was pretty good, uh, even without the steady shot on 4K. You're not getting too much violent movement. It's not too bad at all. In fact, uh, I thought it was pretty impressive. Obviously, with full HD, you do see the picture smoothed out a little bit more with that steady shot feature. Now, this can shoot 4K video uh, up to 100 megabits per second. Now, it's one thing to say that, but also to achieve that is a different story. Now, the, and, the, and the reason for that is that you need a memory card that can handle that kind of read-write speed. Now, the memory card that we use wasn't cheap to, uh, I think it was. It, it can run at up to 99 megabits per second. I have seen cards that, that, that have higher megabit per second uh, bit rate, uh, but they are quite expensive. So if you are looking to film at that high bit rate, you are need you do need the micro SD card to handle that bit rate as well. Uh, this is uh, uh, an excellent camera. I really enjoyed it. Obviously, going to draw comparisons to the GoPro, but 4K quality here is pretty sharp. Uh, pre pretty clear. The video is very, very impressive. Plenty of shooting options, a lot of attachments that come with the camera, and, of course, a wide range of accessories you can buy as well. Uh, it's priced at $599. It is a bit expensive, but you are getting a camera that shoots really well. You do need, though, a pretty expensive micro SD card to capture that 100 megabits per second bit rate. Uh, so that's another expense that you need to come up with. But you need to buy micro SD cards for a GoPro as well. So, but it would pay if you are getting, if you do want to get 4K quality, it would pay to get that SDXC micro SD card. But all in all, I really enjoyed using this. Well, you can check out my video for yourself. Uh, you can see my full review of the Sony 4K Action Cam priced at $599. You can check that out at techguide.com.au. Tech now, answering all your tech questions, the Tech Guide Help Desk. Our Tech Guide helped us this week. We're going to talk about home phones. Now, people have, a lot of people, you'd be surprised, still have a home phone. And one thing that we found is that the number of phone scams has really dramatically increased. More than 4,000 reports of scams just this year. Uh, and they're from all around Australia. And these scams can include people impersonating Telstra representatives, asking for access to your computer. They tell you, oh, they've detected a virus. They want access to your computer. If you want to give us a credit card details, we can solve the problem right now. And that's how they scam you. They even say that they're calling to say that the uh, your home line will be disconnected if you don't pay your fee right now. Uh, and some people, unfortunately, are, are, are fooled into paying up that money. Well, a new product from Telstra can help you weed out the scammers, can help protect you against scammers, also protect you against those annoying calls. Have you ever been called at dinner time by a telemarketer? Their timing is terrible. Well, Telstra's new phone, it's called the Call Guardian, uh, is a great way not only to protect yourself against scammers, but also not have to answer those calls that you don't want to. Now, it's the first home phone that's got a built-in virtual assistant. So what happens when people call through 
And if they're not in your in your contact list on the phone, you, they will have to announce who they are. So, for example, if you're calling about such and such, you have to say, I'm Steve from telemarketing company ABC. And then when you pick up the phone, when the person picks up the phone, they hear, first of all, that announcement. And then you get to decide whether you want to answer the phone or not answer the phone or divert it to the built-in answering machine. Now, getting through this stage, if there is someone trying to scam you, that kind of deters them from continuing here, and you can suspect if you don't know who they are, you're not going to bother answering. Uh, Same thing goes for those annoying telemarketers. This can help weed those out as well. The Telstra Call Guardian 301. It's available now if you're a Telstra customer, of course, and I've written about it on Tech Guide, as well as including some tips on how to avoid those phone scams. Some great instructions there. You can read all about that at techguide.com.au. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is our show for this week. You can read about everything we've talked about at techguide.com.au. And if you want to get in touch, we'd love to hear from you. Email us at info at techguide.com.au. A special thanks to our sponsors, Netgear, the brand you can trust for all your Wi-Fi needs. If you want to stay connected, you need Netgear. Thanks for listening. Been great having you with us once again. We look forward to you joining us again in seven days' time. So until then, stay safe and stay connected.